from the Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. of the half for the Bears. Baylor gets the ball since it was a flagrant. Inbounds to Meyer to Flagler. He'll drive runner. Good by Flagler. They call him a mid-range monster. That's why when he gets it that close to the rim, he's big, he's strong, he's got a quick release. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. 32-18, 14-point lead for the Bears. Flagler on the perimeter. Nice bounce pass to Chachua, who dunks it. And that's on the pass from Flagler, and that wasn't e- an easy one to throw. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. And Bonner will dribble out the final seconds of this game as the Bears hold serve at home tonight over the Kansas State Wildcats. Baylor, an impressive defensive effort. They win over Kansas State, 74-49, the final score. John, I'll tell you, when you hold the opponent to 49 and you out-rebound them 40-27 to and take care of the basketball, you're going to win most games, even in this league. And that's really what happened. Baylor did a lot of nice things, did things really well, shot it at 57%. But I, I got to say it again, this is a really good basketball team playing exceptionally well right now and beat a K-State team who's been on a roll lately, maybe the hottest team in the league, 74-49. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome in, John Morris Show on a Wednesday afternoon. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio. Highlights from Baylor's win, a really a dominating win over Kansas State last night in the Farrell Center. Welcome in. Talk about that from last night. Plenty more coming up in the hour. Plus, we'll uh, rewind an interview Tom and Ward had with uh, Mitch Thompson this morning on Game Time. I was tuned into that, and I thought it was really, really good, and it's uh, very timely with M- Mitch and MCC, the defending national champions, ranked number one in the preseason poll, opening their new season this weekend. Aaron, it's baseball time. How about that starting this weekend? I'm not ready, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, I better get ready, I guess, but it just seems so early. Isn't it but funny? I'm excited, yeah. you know, but I've just, it's, you know, you've spent so much, I do, spent so much time looking forward to football season start starting, and I guess just because we're in the middle of, you know, I mean, we've got the AFC and NFC championships this yeah. weekend, the Super Bowl in two weeks, and uh, we just got through with Baylor's incredible run and then the national championship by Georgia. Um, and we're just getting kind of revved up with basketball. And then yeah. you're like, oh, by the way, baseball too. <laughs> so we're going to be busy next month. I'm, uh, I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, and here comes baseball starting this week for MCC. Still, uh, Baylor's baseball practice begins this Friday, uh, season three weeks away. So still a few weeks away from college baseball. But uh, for MCC, uh, junior college ranks, they will start 
this weekend, MCC against Navarro. We'll hear the interview with uh, Coach Mitch Thompson coming up later in the hour. All right, uh, big win for the Bears last night, number four in the nation, and they looked like it. I mean, they looked really good last night. Did you notice a little bit later last night, UCLA put it on third-ranked Arizona. So Arizona ranked ahead of Baylor goes down. Um, But the Bears, I mean, they lived up to their ranking last night, jumped out to an early lead on K-State, and never really looked back. Uh, Double-doubles in the game for Kendall Brown, played really well. He is really on an upward trajectory. Ten points, 11 rebounds, two assists, two turnovers for Kendall Brown last night. And a double-double for Jonathan Chumwachachua last night, second of his Baylor career, um, or no, second this season, third of his Baylor career, 13 points, 12 rebounds. He was 6 of 7 shooting from the floor. Including a 3. A 3, exactly. <laughs> that was that, – I, I think I've talked about it before. I listened to you and Pat on the broadcast, and, and the game is on, and it's staggered, you know. It's right. about 10 seconds behind, so I'll, I'll – uh, you know what's going to happen right. before so it's on TV. So anything really good, I'll I'll uh, make sure I'm watching. And when you said that that uh, that he hit a three, I was like, oh, got to see that. <laughs> right. Uh, that was pretty neat. He also had a block that was called a foul, which he wouldn't say it. And we asked him directly Drew, about yeah, that. Yeah, Coach Drew wouldn't say it. I'll say it. <laughs> yeah. Bad call. Oh man, I clean don't think block, that was a foul. A yeah. Clean block and yeah. a, and and uh, just you know, and I'm not saying uh, you know I, the referee may have had a you know, kind of an awkward angle, whatever, you know, it right. happens. Right. It's a fast moving game. Um, I thought overall, you know, it was, it was very well officiated. Yeah. Uh, it was tight. Now they were calling fouls right. and but they were calling it even both so ways. I, right. I, I don't like it when they call a lot of fouls, but just as, as long as it, it, it's, it's both ways, you yeah. know, I, I, you know, I, I hate, I, I, I don't want to say hate. Uh, it's, it's, it really irks me when you have crews that, it seems like are calling really tight against one side and not the other. Yeah. So if you're gonna if you're gonna let them play, let both let both teams play. If you're gonna call call it tight like last night, call it against both sides, and they did. Yeah, yeah, very much so, including uh, evening things up with technicals in the game <laughs> last <laughs> night. So they kept that even as well. But uh, Chachua, we we asked him, Pat asked him after the game because we had heard the story. Coach Drew had said that Jonathan shot a hundred three pointers a day over the summer. Uh, three-point shots, just trying to get better in that area. So Pat tried to confirm that story with Jonathan last night, and and Jonathan added to the story. He said, uh, actually, uh, I shot 400 three-pointers a day, and then I would shoot 100 to uh, to see how many I could make of the 100. So it was more like 500 three-point wow. attempts, three-point shots a day over the summer. And, and he's good. I mean, he looks good shooting threes. Yeah, that's uh, that's what people don't. <laughs> and and I had, I remember reading a Sports Illustrated story about Horace Grant, who was never considered a good shooter, yeah. and and a reporter was watching him in practice, and he said he probably made about sixty straight mid range jumpers, mm. and he said this is a guy that's con- considered a below average shooter in the NBA, <laughs> yeah. more of a rebounder, you right. know, and more of an inside guy, you know, a, a tough guy, uh, rim protector. He said. And he didn't miss in the hour I was watching him practice. Wow! Uh, and it's kind of like that. You we, uh, you know, we forget just how amazingly talented these guys are. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, J- J- uh, Jonathan uh, Chumachachua, it shoots better, shoots threes better than 
you know, most high school three-point shooters. Oh, yeah. yeah. But the three-point shooters, uh, the other three-point shooters on Baylor are so elite that he doesn't really get a chance, you know, that and because of his position, you know. Right. he's, he's You don't a, think of a big yeah, guy Yeah, he's like a post, he's a rim protector, and he's not out there a lot, you know, in order to shoot threes. But, um, yeah, it, it, it really is – it's amazing how good they are at every aspect of the game, even even some that you don't get to see of them, which is which is especially true with him in three point shooting. That's good, and he's got the green light. I mean, coach knows how much he's put into that, so he can do it. He was one of one from three point range. Jonathan Chumwachachua, you mentioned rim protection, man. He and Flo Thamba did that last night. Uh, three blocks was it? Three blocks on the night by Thamba. Uh, and six total for the Bears in the game. They limited Kansas State to 31.7% shooting, um, 27% in the first half, held them to 49 points. I mean, I think it's the third time this year Baylor's held an opponent under 50 points, uh, and Villanova was one of those. I'm just, just I, you know, I was excited before the season, and as it goes along, I get more and more excited, you know. Uh, the the 2020 season, obviously, things were looking great, and then you know the tournament got canceled because right. of COVID. The national championship last year and this year, um, being number one for five weeks, and then they lost a couple of games, you know, um, and now it looks like they are got their kind of uh, legs back under them, and uh, they just look great. And I'm just excited about the rest of the season. Yeah, exactly. Boy, they looked really good last night. So held uh, Kansas State to 31.7% shooting. Baylor shot 56.9%, second best on the year. Best in Big 12 play. The only game better was 58% against Alcorn State early in the year. Out-rebounded uh, Kansas State last night. Ended up by 11, 39 to 28. And uh, for Baylor, uh, 15 turnovers was the only thing Coach Drew mentioned on the post game. Uh, that's that's – you know, you'd like to have less there, but in this type game, it wasn't a killer for Baylor at all. Six block shots, seven steals for the Bears in the game last night. So, um, big-time win, uh, dominating win, Baylor over Kansas State, 74-49 the final. Selton Miguel, the uh, forward for Kansas State, went out with a pretty severe ankle sprain. It looked like uh, in the uh, about midway through the second half, here he and a couple of trainers come walking behind us behind our broadcast spot, and that's unusual. We usually don't see guys come that way, um, but he was not putting any weight on that ankle at all, and you could see it. Uh, it was, you know, had his sock and shoe off, and it was swollen bad. So hopefully for that guy, it's not uh, real, real serious, but kind of the same thing Baylor has gone through, is going through with Jeremy Sohan right now. Yeah, and, and depending, that sounds, I'm not, I'm not a doctor, you know, but it's not, if it's a high ankle sprain, you yeah. know, those things can linger and, and they take a while to, you know, to to recover from. I mean, you see it in the NBA and in the NFL. Somebody gets a high ankle sprain, it could be a month to six yeah. weeks before yeah. they're back, you know, to even close to 100%. Yeah, and it's not because they're not working, not rehabbing. It just takes that long, especially with a high ankle sprain. So, uh, speaking of which, uh, Jeremy Sohan was back on the floor for the Bears uh, last night, 20 minutes, 43 seconds. Really solid to have him back after he'd missed the last four and a half games with the ankle sprain. Five points, two rebounds, uh, one assist for Sohan in the game. James Akinjo did not play last night. Uh, Pat and I talked to him before the game. He was in a warm-up suit, and he said uh, 
he told us, you know, remember he landed on that tailbone again, a hard fall against Oklahoma late in the game, and he said it hurt as bad then as it did the first time he heard it against Texas Tech. Yeah, just so uh, such. It's kind of bad luck, you know. I mean, right. just to, he 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 gets in the game and uh, makes a big bucket and falls exactly on the spot that's yeah. already injured. You know, what <laughs> the, are the one odds? spot you don't want him yeah. to fall on, right? <laughs> So he did not play. He did not suit out last night for the Bears. 74-49 the final score. Next up, uh, headed to Tuscaloosa, Alabama to play the Alabama Crimson Tide. That game comes up on Saturday, 3 o'clock, part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Alabama was uh, was riding high early in the year, and they uh, have kind of fallen on some hard times. They're 13-7. and they're four and four in the SEC. They lost to Georgia by six last night. Georgia, Aaron, is one and six in the SEC. That one win came last night over Alabama. Wow. Yeah. So Alabama is really struggling right now. But got to go into their place, and you got the defending national champs and the number four team in the nation coming in. So I'm sure Coleman Coliseum will be uh, rocking on Saturday afternoon. It's it's the game of the year for everyone. Yeah, really yeah is, that's right. You know? That's right. Which is a great thing. Some great matchups coming up on Saturday. We'll look at that as the uh, week continues. Uh, last night, also, Texas impressive in a 73-50 to win over TCU in Fort Worth last night. Texas gets to 5-3 and three in the league. TCU is 3-3. Three and three. Two games tonight on the Big 12 slate. Oklahoma at West Virginia, 7 o'clock Central Time on ESPN2. And also tipping at 7 o'clock, 23rd ranked Iowa State at Oklahoma State. That comes up tonight. Then a full slate of games, all 10 teams in 10 games against SEC opponents on Saturday, the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Auburn and Oklahoma. Got them all right here. Uh, Kentucky and Kansas, I know. Auburn, right, Oklahoma. Right. Um, Baylor te- at Alabama. Baylor, Alabama. Texas Tech. Texas Tech is home to Mississippi State at 5 o'clock. Tennessee at Texas. Bit of irony there. Rick Barnes back in Austin. (laughs) Right. Good matchup. Starts at 11 a.m. LSU at TCU is the first game. That's 11 a.m. on ESPN2. Uh, 1 o'clock Missouri at 23rd ranked Iowa State. 1 o'clock Oklahoma at number 1 Auburn. Auburn got a scare last night. They uh, won by 1 over Missouri. So, uh, welcome to number one, Auburn. Welcome to every, getting everybody's best shot. But they survived. They got the win. Uh, also at 1 o'clock, West Virginia at Arkansas. Three games at 3 o'clock, Baylor at Alabama. K-State at Ole Miss. Oklahoma State at Florida. Two games at 5 o'clock, uh, Kentucky at Kansas. And, as we mentioned, Mississippi State at Texas Tech. And then the nightcap, 7 o'clock, Tennessee at Texas in Austin on Saturday. Maybe a fun day. Uh, should be a fun trip to uh, Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa for Baylor and Alabama coming up on Saturday. All right, uh, Lady Bears, ah, did it. Man, I haven't done that hardly ever. Yeah, You didn't even notice it, did you? gotten pretty good yeah. at not saying that. But. <laughs> Baylor women right. play tonight in Lubbock against Texas Tech. Man, oh, I can't believe I did that. We'll talk about that after a break. Wash my mouth out with soap, and we'll be right back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. There, we'll be live at DMRA tomorrow afternoon, 3 to 4. Come see us there. 
DMRA at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Clouds will be on the increase tonight with low temperatures falling to 31 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow. Highs topping out at 59 and then late Thursday into early Friday a cold front moves through but no rain associated with it. Just cooler weather with mostly sunny skies on Friday and 55. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women headed to Lubbock. They'll play the Texas Tech Lady Raiders on Wednesday. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday for Baylor Tech. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Flinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team. With current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. 
Number four, Baylor blows past Kansas State last night. Back in the Farrell Center, 74-49. Texas beat TCU 73-50. Two games tonight in the Big 12. Number 23, Iowa State at Oklahoma State and OU at West Virginia. Number 11, Baylor women are in Lubbock tonight facing Texas Tech. 7 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Elsewhere in the Big 12, Oklahoma State at OU. Kansas at number 13, Iowa State. Number 25, Kansas State at number 9, Texas. Cowboys Micah Parson was named both Rookie of the Year and Defensive Rookie of the year by the Pro Football Writers of America. Mavericks lose Tim Hardaway Jr. last night to a fractured foot in the loss to the Warriors 130-92. Mavs have a back-to-back tonight in Portland. Tip is at 9 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Wednesday afternoon. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Let's go down to the river. Let's go across the river, McLean Stadium. How about the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium? They have their Member Appreciation Social Hour coming up this afternoon, this evening. 4.30 to 6.30 at the Baylor Club coming up uh, today. I'm sure a lot of you already have that uh, on your calendar, highlighted, ready to go. 4.30 to 6.30 today. Still uh, family-style meals to go, available at the Baylor Club. February, right around the corner, a ton of events coming up in February. And uh, how about this, the 2-22-22 deal. Make you aware of that. Save big with that deal going on now. Book an event before 2-22-22 and receive $200 off every $1,000 spent. Event must take place in 2022. Give them a call. It's 254 210-8080 710-8080 is the main number. If you'd like to book an event right now and catch that 222-22 deal, call 254-710-8074 to book that today. Basketball, Baylor Club, yeah, they go together. How about Monday, Baylor hosting West Virginia on Big Monday, 8 o'clock tip-off. Baylor Club will be open for dinner 5.30 to 8 prior to the Bears hosting the West Virginia Mountaineers. Plenty more uh, pregame meal events available as the basketball season continues. And how convenient. Just go to a dinner at the Baylor Club, then uh, right down either back uh, on the frontage road by the interstate or I go back uh, the other way, back MLK to LaSalle and then come into the Farrell Center that way. But uh, very convenient for the Baylor Club to the Farrell Center, the dinner basketball combo <laughs> that is available on uh, quite a few occasions coming up. Check it out on the web. TheBaylorClub.com is the website with their entire schedule of events. If you have questions about membership to make reservations or uh, to reserve a room for a private event, give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. I mentioned Baylor women's basketball in action tonight. They're in Lubbock. They'll play uh, Texas Tech tonight on the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7, right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
with Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm Baylor up to number 11 in the nation this week after that uh, big win over previously number seven Iowa State. Yeah, we talked about it yesterday, but it's just a huge win for Coach Cohen and the Lady Bears. And uh, uh, now, the, oh yeah, you you it's that's catchy. your fault. I know that's it is your my fault. fault. I hadn't did that in weeks, and then you did <laughs> <laughs> for the uh, Baylor women as they uh, take on Tech tonight. Uh, I'm just. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how the rest of the season goes. Of course, there's going to be, you know, ups and downs as there is with every team, but uh, I think that was kind of a turning point game. Yeah. Uh, I And I think the win over Kansas, the way they won that, yeah. oh, that absolutely. was really I a, think, a turning yeah, point. I think there. that was the start of it because yeah. they, I mean, down four with 18 seconds left. Something like that. And yeah. I think they ended up winning by four. Yeah. I mean, it was just, an, run yeah, it was the just, game. It was just an incredible uh, turnaround and uh, a comeback. And uh, it stopped a two-game losing streak, which is something that's pretty uncommon around here, you know, yeah. and for the program. Um, but you're right. I mean, it, that that may have started everything. And then the uh, win over Iowa State was just a kind of a continuation of the way they've been playing ever since that game. Yeah. So Baylor Tech tonight, uh, broadcast right here. This is women's basketball here on ESPN Central Texas Television on Big 12 Now and ESPN+. Plus. Also tonight on the women's side, Oklahoma State at number 18, Oklahoma, uh, 6 p.m. And Kansas at number 13, Iowa State, 6.30. Baylor at Tech at 7 and also at 7 on the Longhorn Network, 25th ranked Kansas State at number 9, Texas. Those are the games tonight uh, on the women's side in the Big 12 Conference. Speaking of the Longhorn Network, um, the guys who did TV last night, on Big 12 Now, it was Lowell Galindo and Lance Blanks, a couple of guys with some pretty strong Texas ties, or Austin ties, let mm-hmm. me say that. Lowell works for the Longhorn Network and had a chance to visit with him before the game. And, um, you know, the the talk inevitably comes around to, you know, when do you think uh, Texas is going to make that move? Right. And his answer was, uh, I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. I try to, you know, look for signs and read the tea leaves, and I don't see anything. And he said, but when he's, he added this, he said, but when it does, we'll go away, meaning the Longhorn Network goes away, is what he said. See, that's going to be really disappointing not to be able to turn that on and at any point during the day be able to watch the national championship game between Texas and USC because that's like 94% of their programming, I think. And then it's replayed a lot. And then a couple of baseball and softball games. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but they do play it a lot. You're firing I, shots. I, I understand why. And it's, and it, it, as far as non Baylor football games, it's one of my favorite ones. It's, it's one an all time great game. One of the few times I, I've have ever rooted for the university of Texas. I just remember Everybody in the national media just giving Texas no chance. Right, and I remember, right. you know, obviously USC was stacked. They had Matt, Matt Leinert. They had Reggie Bush. Um, I can't think of the other running back. They had uh, Lindell White. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they were loaded, you know. But I'm like, have y'all not seen Vince Young play? Because that <laughs> dude is incredible, and yeah. you're in for a surprise. And they were because Texas ended up in a, in a great game, all-time classic, you know, in, in winning on his uh, – uh, his touchdown in the last minute of the game. Yeah, exactly. So Lowell said uh, Longhorn Network just goes away, you know, whenever the uh, um, Longhorns, Texas, in- enter the uh, Southeastern Conference. And I said, what does that mean for you? And he said, I'm not, I'm not leaving. He said he does a lot of hosting of shows for the Longhorn Network, 
and he does a lot of games also. He said, I'll just do games. I'll stay in Austin. I don't want to move. He's got a 13-year-old and a 10 or 11-year-old. He doesn't want to move. If you wanted to keep hosting shows for ESPN, he said he'd probably have to move to um, Bristol, Connecticut, or uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, and he just doesn't want to move. So he says he'll stay in Austin and just travel to do games. So um, that's on the horizon, you know, and that's going to be one of the uh, one of the things, uh, you know, maybe uh, uh, that some people haven't thought about. Maybe some people have, but the Longhorn Network will go away whenever Texas and Oklahoma enter the SEC. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, here an interview from Game Time this morning. Well done by Tom and Ward with Mitch Thompson, the MCC baseball coach, coach of the defending national champion Highlanders. We'll revisit that when we come back with baseball season starting for Mitch and the Highlanders this Friday. We've got that when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show from the Allen Samuels Studios, brought to you in part by Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business at allensamuelsdcj.com. It's the Big 12 SEC Challenge this Saturday as the Bears travel to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 3 p.m. tip with Pat and John from SEC Country. Bears, Crimson Tide in the Big 12 SEC Challenge this Saturday. Here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball. ESPN Central Texas. And a lot of people when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and low policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Tom and Ward, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Are you 45 years of age or older? Have a family history of type 2 diabetes? Overweight? You may be at risk for pre-diabetes. The new Health 360 program can help you make healthy lifestyle changes and prevent type 2 diabetes. Join us on January 25th at 1 p.m. or January 27th at 6 p.m. for our virtual interest meeting. To register, please call 254-750-5435. That's 254-750-5435. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. 
Number four, Baylor blows past Kansas State last night. Back in the Farrell Center, 74-49. Texas beat TCU 73-50. Two games tonight in the Big 12. Number 23, Iowa State at Oklahoma State and OU at West Virginia. Number 11, Baylor women are in Lubbock tonight facing Texas Tech. 7 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Elsewhere in the Big 12, Oklahoma State at OU. Kansas at number 13, Iowa State. Number 25, Kansas State at number 9, Texas. Cowboys Micah Parson was named both Rookie of the Year and Defensive Rookie of the year by the Pro Football Riders of America. Mavericks lose Tim Hardaway Jr. last night to a fractured foot in the loss to the Warriors 130-92. Mavs have a back-to-back tonight in Portland. Tip is at 9 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton, the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, let's go back to uh, this morning, a few hours ago. That was about uh, 8 o'clock this morning. Game time every weekday morning with Tom Barfield and Ward Whites. Today, one of their guests, Mitch Thompson, head coach of McLennan Community College Baseball. The Wiz kids had won it. Bobby Thompson had done it. And Yogi read the comics all the while. Rock and roll was being born, marijuana we would scorn. So down on the corner, the national pastime went on trial. We're talking baseball. We're talking McLennan baseball. Good morning, couple of minutes after 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Our 8 o'clock hour is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, where you can elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package, outstanding pay, and if you need more information, 7601 Imperial Drive to apply. We welcome into the program the uh, head coach of the McLennan Highlanders, the defending national champions mitch thompson toppy good morning how are you hey tom ward good to, good to see you here you guys it, it's uh it's go time isn't it coach i mean this weekend uh we, we get things going with a top 10 matchup well i know everybody in the country probably doesn't feel like it's baseball season yet but friday's opening day for us it's uh we're teeing it up and and getting ready to go uh, should should be a lot of fun cranking it up again and hopefully to have a, a great 2022 season. You go into the season uh, preseason number one. Do you put a lot of stock in 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 the rankings, or is it just kind of a compliment to the overall program that you guys have built over the years? Well, I'm not sure that everybody knows who everybody has. You know, the people doing the rankings and the. The, uh, the the services that do them. I'm not sure that everybody knows all of the players across the country, and you know who really has the best team. But it it's obviously a, a heck of a feather in our cap, and I'm I'm proud of it. It's uh, it's the third year in a row. At some point in time, our program's been ranked number one in the country. We were preseason number one in 2020, and I think we were going to have a great year before COVID shut us down. We won it last year. And then, uh, you know, being preseason number one right now, it's just a, it's a, it's a neat honor. Uh, I just gotta, I gotta make sure that our guys don't, you know, don't take the bait, you know, that we don't, we don't take the cheese. Uh, there's a whole lot of work to be done. There's a whole lot of getting better to be done. And, and, and the schedule that we're playing is, uh, like you say, it's a top 10 matchup to start off the season with a three game series with Navarro. The schedule we're playing will be—it'll be the number one ranked schedule in the country at the end of the year, without a doubt in my mind. 
And so uh, there's some there's some knots on the head to be given to us, and hopefully we just uh, we limit them and don't take too many of them. Coach, how difficult was it to be able to fight through, you mentioned COVID, being able to get through the starts and stops and navigate the protocols and everything that you had to do to go ahead and win that national championship. Does that make getting ready for this season a little bit easier because you've been there, done that, or is it still a difficult thing to have to try to navigate through? Well, we have done it and, and, and got through it last year. And, and, and amazingly, you know, I mean, uh, a year ago in the fall, we had a few cases. We had zero cases last spring, zero, which was phenomenal. Um, and so far, knock on wood, we've been blessed this year. So, um, you know, we're just we're just trying to keep trucking along and, and stay healthy, make good decisions, don't put ourselves in bad positions. And, you know, I, I, I love our kids. I think our kids have really bought into why they're here and what they're trying to accomplish. And uh, so... Yeah, we need COVID to go away for all of us, not just not just baseball. We need it to just go away and move on. Talking with Mitch Thompson from the uh, McLennan Highlanders. They opened the season this uh, weekend with a uh, split series with uh, with uh, Navarro. Uh, Mitch, obviously with junior college baseball, you have players that are coming and players that are, are that are moving on to to, to professional baseball and, and on to 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 the uh, to a D one program. Does that change? the way you approach your building your team or do you have a formula that you say you know what this is what we're going to do we're going to do this year in and year out and we're going to be consistent with how we how we put this program together well we've kind of got a you know we've been fortunate enough to build a, a pretty good reputation where we get a lot of good players that want to come play here and uh and so we just got to get out and, and our coaches have to get out and and work hard, and I'm blessed with great assistant coaches that love to go work, uh, that are good baseball men, that know what we're looking for. And, and, you know, one of the things we always tell our guys is we're just, you know, we're not recruiting somebody unless he's a Division One baseball-type player. Unless this guy's getting Division One offers and getting interest from, from you know, the NCAA Division One-type schools, um, you know, we, we're not going to recruit that guy. Um, and so we end up getting a really talented team if we're really patient, if we'll just kind of stick to our guns and, uh, you know, wait until we get those guys. And, and you know, uh, sometimes they come in the summertime before before the fall and sometimes they come after the fall and uh, and we get a guy or two, in, you know, at midterm break. So, um we just, you know, I've, I've been blessed with great assistant coaches that that know how to go out and work and find good players, and good players want to come play here. We've got a, we've got a track record now that uh, kids can see that they can get better and get on to where they want to go from here. Coach, has that logjam of the super seniors helped you in that aspect of being able to have more players at your disposal? We have probably we have more third year players in our program this year than we've ever had. And I imagine it'll be that way all across the country in junior college baseball. So what that probably means is, is it probably means that the junior college baseball across the country will be as good as it's ever been. Um, you know, when, when you have older players, when you're running 21-year-old people out there instead of 18-year-old people out there uh, on your team, you've got a chance to be more physical, bigger, faster, stronger, and with more experience. So, We've got more third-year players than we've ever had, and it has been a long jam. The thing that has not helped our programs, obviously, is the new transfer rule where, you know, in, in NCAA 
baseball and across the country, you know, a kid all he has to do is enter the transfer portal and he's automatically eligible somewhere else. Um, that has not been a positive thing for us because in years past, we would be a destination for those guys. Um, and now uh, we're, we're having to fight the Division I schools to, to recruit those guys that are transferring. And uh, sometimes it's worked out and sometimes it hasn't. We've gotten, we've gotten our share, but, you know, there's been plenty of them that we thought we were going to get that we didn't get because of the new transfer rule. Mitch, I know it's early and you haven't played a game, but are you starting to see – the this team come together and, and kind of mold as you want it to look and, and kind of have that that feel and that that uh, that personality that you're looking for yeah no, no doubt I mean we've been we've had a we've had a long fall of practice and and a little over two weeks of practice this spring so far and you know we've got talented players there's no doubt about it I mean we've got guys that that are going to be able to uh to play at a high level it's just about coming together it's about staying healthy you know, uh, we have four guys that have already signed with Big 12 uh, or future SEC schools. You know, Wyatt Cheney's signed with the University of Texas. Will Karsten and Will Clements are, are two right-handed pitchers that have both signed with the University of Oklahoma. And Cole Fontenelle, one of our middle infielders, is signed with TCU. And we have at least probably five to six other guys that have had Division One scholarship offers made to them but they just haven't found the right fit yet. And uh, we'll end up having, you know, 12 to 15 Division One guys and have, you know, three or four guys that are getting pretty good looks from Major League Baseball, uh, you know, in the draft. And so, um, you know, I just encourage everybody to try and get out to the ballpark and come see us. I know that if they got out there last year, the last few years, they've, they've seen some big things. You know, one of, the, one of the feathers that we have in our cap is that in three of the last four years, we've had the highest drafted NJCAA player in the country taken from our program. And so, you know, um, three three years out of out of last four, that's happened. And those, you know, those kids have signed for three point one million dollars. So, you know, you're you're, you're going to get a chance to see some really talented players. And then playing the schedule that we're going to play against the opponents that we're going to play. They're not just going to be good players on one side of the field. There's going to be really good players on the other side of the field. So um, I just encourage people to put on their coats and come on out here early and come see us. We sure could use the fan support and would, would appreciate their support. And I promise that they'll like the level of play that they see on the field. We were talking about it the other day. There was It wasn't that long ago you looked up and there's two middle infielders, two shortstops playing in the SEC that are both alumnus of McLennan. Yeah, we've, we've, I mean, you know, that's exactly right. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Jalen Battles was a starting shortstop University of Arkansas. George Khalil was a starting shortstop University of South Carolina. How about that? You know, it's the, 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 the thought of best college baseball conference in the country, and two of the starting shortstops come from, come from our program. So, you know, um, you're, 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 you're going to see people on our field and you're going to get a chance to, to know them before they become somebody. Uh, and, and that's part of the, part of the beauty of what we do and part of the beauty of uh, this level of baseball. Coach, you mentioned playing really good teams early in the season to, you know, that also gets you ready for everything else coming later down with tournaments and everything else. But when you have this kind of stack schedule early in the year, does that make you a little more aggressive earlier than normal? Well, it's, <laughs> 
we're more aggressive because we're we're not dodging anybody. That's for sure. I mean, my gosh, uh, we better be ready to play, or else we're just going to get beat. And and you know, that's always been my philosophy. You got to play the play the best schedule possible to be ready. Um, you know, these losses at the beginning of the year. I'm not afraid to take a loss at the beginning of the year that's going to prepare me for excellence at the end of the year, prepare our team for, 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 for being excellent. And one thing that we've found over the years by playing the schedule that we play, by the time we get to our conference play, we know exactly what we have, and we, we have competed against people exactly like our conference schedule is going to be, and uh, it's just not much of a transition. I think there's a lot of teams that will sandbag the heck out of it and uh, be 21-1 and one through uh, their first 22 games playing uh, Sisters of the Poor and Chili Coffee Barber College six times apiece. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then uh, putting up great, great statistics where, you know, they got six guys in their lineup hitting 400 or better, and uh, they don't have any idea what they have um, because they haven't played anybody that's capable of beating them. Mitch Thompson on with Tom and Ward this morning on game time. Start of the season is this Friday for uh, MCC Highlander Baseball. I love that guy, man, and he's doing a great job uh, defending national champions, number one in the preseason poll. Isn't that great? And I'm assuming he didn't schedule Sisters of the Poor or the Barber College. Uh, no, not <laughs> Chillicothe Barber College. I don't think he did. Uh, no, I think it's a pretty tough schedule. So, uh, good luck to MCC. Start of the season is this week. And uh, like you said, put on a coat and go out and support McLennan Baseball. All right, uh, well done by Tom and Ward this morning. Tom and Ward, you can hear them weekday mornings 7 to 9 right here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. They'll have Glenn Moore on tomorrow morning. Glenn, Baylor softball coach. Practice has begun for the new season for uh, Coach Moore and Baylor softball. Take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, some birthdays and closing thoughts. Uh, and speaking of Glenn Moore, a member of his staff, a big birthday today. So we'll share that with you when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Alan Samuel Studios. And we'll return right after this. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I'm not saying he hasn't been critical of coaches at times, but for him to be that overt, you know, saying it's a pet peeve, it seems to be almost a direct reaction to what Mike McCarthy was saying the other day. Like, hey, we're going to work on this in the offseason. Oh, this is going to be something we did get done. Well, he didn't like hearing that. Jerry didn't. And he was pretty direct with it. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Having an accredited land consultant like Daryl Weems and his team of farm, ranch, land, and home experts on your side is a must when making what may be the biggest financial decision in your life. Selling farm and ranch property since 1925, United Country's Twin Bends Realty is your go-to source for real estate industry insight and advice. Sellers will benefit from UC's cutting-edge technology that will provide your property with maximum visibility. Find your freedom by calling Daryl Weems, your local land pro at United Country Twin Bends Realty. Learn more at twinbendsrealty.com. Back with us, final segment, John Morris Show on this Wednesday. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio. Really nice weather outside, Aaron. Uh, it is sunny. It is cool today. It was really cool this morning. I think going to dip down in the 30s again tonight, but uh, not bad out there right now. So enjoy that sunshine and mild temperatures. Yeah, it fooled, it fooled me. I was <laughs> I saw the, all that sun coming in through the window, and yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And uh, luckily I did put on my hoodie before I went out because it is still a little chilly. A but little chilly. It's, it is nice. Yeah. So, birthdays today. Happy birthday to uh, Steve Hoot Johnigan. Happy birthday to Hooter today. Uh, member of the staff of Glenn Moore and Baylor Softball. What a great guy Hoot Johnigan is. If you know him, you know what I'm talking about. Interesting that we would mention Hoot and Mitch uh, on the same show in the same hour today. But happy birthday to uh, Hoot Johnigan today. It is Chris Platt's birthday, former Baylor receiver. What a great career he had here at Baylor. Likewise, Justin Still, former Baylor football player, happy birthday to him. Reggie Davis's birthday today, a former uh, longtime girls basketball coach at Midway. Um, Will Davidson's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Will, former Baylor football letterman. Um, who else is on the list today? Wes Finch, great guy, uh, was a manager or a trainer? I think a trainer when, during his time at Baylor. Happy birthday to him. And um, Susan Peters, a lot of you folks know Susan in the area. Happy birthday to her. Look at one other list. Make sure I miss anybody today. Uh, uh, it's the late Dutch Schrader's birthday today as well. Dutch, uh, what a character, passed away within the past year. Happy uh, b- birthday in heaven to Dutch Schrader today. All right, who else, Aaron, would you add to that illustrious list? Sportscaster, actor, and former Major League player Bob Euchre turns 87 today. Oh, that's great. 
Fun fact, uh, Euchre played in just under 300 Major League Baseball games and compi- compiled a career 200 batting average, <laughs> which back in his day was pretty far below right. average. Right. Now it wouldn't be considered that bad as long as you <laughs> walked right. a lot and got some home runs. You make a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, as, as long as you were getting on base and, and, and you're uh, – your OPS was high. You could still make a lot of money as a as a major league baseball player. He's still going strong with the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. He broadcast. is eighty seven yeah. years old. That's great. Ellen DeGeneres turns sixty four today, and the great one Wayne Gretzky is sixty one. Nice, very good. Hey, that's great. Good list. Happy birthday to those folks. If we missed you, I do apologize. But happy birthday to all you folks. All right, uh, let me close with this. We had uh, an athletic department staff meeting this morning. And I know if you listen regularly, you've heard me say this before, but it is always so fun to get our staff together because, number one, it's hard to find a time to do that. And even today, like uh, the women's basketball staff wasn't there because they're in Lubbock playing tonight. But hard to find a day, but to get everybody in one room is really, really fun. We had a list of – let me see what the final tally ended up being. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, 35 new employees that we introduced at the lunch at the uh, staff meeting this morning. So, you know, that's a pretty large number. That dates back to our last staff meeting, whenever that was, maybe the start of the uh, fall semester. Um, but 35 new staff members since then. So it was fun to introduce them and welcome them. And uh, then uh, part of that was a uh, great presentation by Kenny Boyd talking about our fall 2021 achievements and uh, not just on the field or on the court or on the diamond, you know, it was uh, academic achievements and athletic success and spiritual growth and uh, uh, all four pillars uh, recognized there in the uh, fall 2021 achievements. So that was fun to see a lot of success, you know, for Baylor athletics in all of those categories. Um, And then we had uh, staff recognition uh, one standard, one accord, and uh, the staff uh, awards were presented. One of those went to Ty Beard from Baylor Men's Basketball. So I was emceeing. I got to, got to introduce Ty and have him come up front, and that was fun. So uh, great winners. Max Calderon was another one. Aaron Hunt with Baylor Football. Brittany Newman from Softball. Tammy Harden from the Bee Association. And Emily Boyer, uh, an, an athletic trainer. So congratulations to all those folks uh, receiving staff awards from Baylor in our athletics department staff meeting this morning. All right, uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next. What do you guys have uh, planned between four and six? We will talk about uh, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. David Ortiz inducted and uh, Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds will not be inducted unless it's by the, uh, what is it? The Veterans Veterans Committee. Yeah, Yeah, so uh, we will talk about that and the steroid era a little bit. Uh, we will talk uh, college football and basketball from around the country with uh, Campus Confidential. We'll have more on Sean Payton stepping away. We'll have part of his uh, press conference from yesterday, and we'll talk about that. And, uh, <laughs> man, I got to go. I, uh, I'm two days now not picking up my uh, – my allergy medication and oh, man. it's starting to show. So go, I have I'll to go get it for you. have to go that? get it after I get off work today. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's, that's what we have lined up for right now, but there will be more also. All right. Very good. That's Matt Mosley coming up four to six. 
soon as we move out of here. And remember, Tom Barfield and Ward White's weekdays, 7 and 9 a.m. Uh, Glenn Moore among their guests tomorrow morning between 7 and 9 a.m. And you heard from Mitch Thompson, courtesy of Game Time. Mitch was on live with Tom and Ward this morning. Appreciate that. Lord willing, we'll be back with you tomorrow at 3. We will come to you from D'Amore Fine Jewelers tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. So come by and see us there. We'd love to visit with you, and you'll enjoy looking around, shopping, browsing around D'Amore. Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate it. Uh, Talk to you tomorrow, and stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Appreciate you, John. Thanks. Recently on 